who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hello. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet. And Emily tries her gosh darnest to fact check and research most things that I would find relevant. Today... We are here with the dog of the day. Sorry, I didn't know how to introduce this. Well, hi, I'm Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. And our dog of the day is Snoop. He's a goopy boy. This is my happy cow. He, for those just listening and not viewing, if you've never seen Snoop before, he's an 80-pound mix of pit, boxer, bulldog, cattle dog. And cow. And cow. And uh, he's a goopy allergy mess, and he sheds like crazy, and he's never allowed on the furniture except this couch. Usually it's Blaze in here with us because Blaze is our working buddy, but uh, he's getting a tooth extracted today. Aw. He's okay about it. He loves the vet. Yeah. He He doesn't know. He loves the attention. Yeah. He's like, oh, these people want to pet me? Let's go. (laughs) Right. I'll be here all day. All the extra peanut butter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what's happening. And uh, welcome. Emily, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. We uh we tried to go have some fun last night. Oh, don't just you're gonna regret petting him. Uh well the that fur is just it's it doesn't, flying. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be breathing that in. Yeah. You're gonna blow your nose and that hair's gonna come out of your nose. For sure. <laughs> he sheds so much. He does. Um, yeah, tell the people what we tried to do last night. Yeah, we tried to go see the green comet last night. There's a green comet. I don't remember the name, but only orbits or only is viewable by the earth every 50,000 years so the last time it was seen it was by the neanderthals um and when did they exist i don't know i just read that on buzzfeed this morning so okay yeah. i don't know the timeline i was raised to believe we didn't start till like just a couple thousand years ago so oh. i don't know the the real truth right mm-hmm. um <laughs> so um yeah so we tried to go see it at the beach but we made the mistake of um, the comet was passing under the Big Dipper and the Big Dipper was not over the ocean, but it was over the city. So the light pollution. Yeah, I should have put two and two together when you mentioned that because I know that the North Star 
is next to the Big Dipper, and it's north, and I know the beach was south, so we'd have to turn around. But you said you went all the way to Malibu without us afterwards, and you still couldn't see it. Still couldn't see it. Yeah, I went all the way into the Santa Monica Mountains, and it was pitch black, no light pollution. It was me and like 13 other cars pulled over on the side of the road trying to find it, and we couldn't. Oh, okay, so you were talking with other people too. I wasn't talking to them because I got a little scared because, you know, I was out in the middle of nowhere with no service at midnight. Yeah, I had your dog. I had my dog and my pepper spray, but still. So I kept my windows rolled up, but yeah, we were all just like peering out of our windows. Some people were standing out on the cliff, and yeah, no one could see it. Well... Science lied. We tried to be fun. Heard it here first, folks. Yeah. We tried to be fun. Yeah, we did. It was a fail, though. Yeah. And what about you? How are you doing? I'm good. I woke up early, which always puts me in a good mood. Yeah. I really... Emily's like, you're weirdly happy. I know. She was going through the things that could have been making me this happy. And I was like, no, I'm just happy today. I've been burnt out the last like two weeks, slowly burning out more and more. And yesterday, I had an actual hour of to just sit. It was at like five. I literally just sat on the couch with Abby and scrolled through TikToks for like an hour and I recharged a little bit. It doesn't take much to recharge me. Yeah. It's just really hard to get that little time to do something to help me. Yeah. Well, and you're one of those people, even if you do have like an hour where you could recharge, you don't. No. Yeah. I was going to actually come in here and work on the bathroom and put up shelves for the background. I want to put shelves here. Where should I put them? Here? Where? I'm trying to figure out where to put them. It's actually why I haven't hung them yet. We're we're thinking of doing a neon sign right here. If that works. And then shelves like staggered. Should you be able to see the shelves or like just like a little bit? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like right here is good. I think so. Should I mark that? Can you grab me a pencil? I'm holding up Noopie. Okay. Well. Well, just remember, just look at the video and remember. I'm trying to scratch it with my thumb. Oh my God. That's going to work. But yeah, you're going to bug me. Continue talking. (laughs) Yeah, you're very similar to me where like if we have an extra 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, we feel the need to be productive with it. Yes. Because we have so much constantly on our to-do list. We're like, why would we nap for an hour? Why would we scroll TikTok for an hour when we could get six things done? Exactly. And it's why we burn out so fast. Yes. We want to be productive. And I think it's because we're, it's also, we do 17,000 things at once instead of doing one, get that done, feel accomplished, do another, get that done, feel accomplished. We're doing a bunch. And then, so when we finish one, we're still doing an, a bunch. So we don't really feel the, pro, like the productiveness. Right. So I can't even tell you the amount of times I've said that where I'm like, I've been working for six hours and I can't name one thing that I've gotten accomplished. The other day I made a list every time I finished something, not checking off a to-do list, yeah. but writing down every time I did something that was, I was supposed to do. Yeah. And I was I looked at the list at the end of the day and I was like, I did a lot. It just didn't right. feel like I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, yeah. We, a lot of our stuff is like continuational work. Is yes. that a word? Continuational? Continuous? There we go. There Continuous work. I wouldn't have been able to find that <laughs> word out. And so like it's not as easy as like checking off a box. Yes. It's like did we get enough of it done? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Because doing a video like oh yeah we got to make a video. First we come up with the concept. Right. Then we have to film it. Yeah. Then we have to edit it. Well come up with the concept. Order the products. Order the products. Con- yes. Yeah. They also have to get here and then we film it and then we have to go through the footage and edit it. And then we can upload it. And then we have to put in the ads in the end slate. Right. And then we have to come up with a promo. If we do, I also have to make a thumbnail. Right. It's not just make a video, check that off. Right. It's a like 10-step process. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we're not complaining. We're just saying why I'm happy today because I got to recharge for an hour. Yeah. So it's actually a positive thing what we're saying right now. Yeah. That's good. All right. You want to start? Sure. Okay. So we're going to start off with some happy news. Whoa. I know. Plot twist. It's a big change. Um, do you remember TikToker Dylan Mulvaney? She's the one that's been using her platform to document her transition journey. 
Yes, I and, remember you speaking of her. Yeah, and and basically we talked about her a few months ago because she was being praised on all these news outlets for standing up to Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. After Caitlyn Jenner was like saying super transphobic things about her. Yes. Even though Caitlyn Jenner is a trans woman. Makes sense. Doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, Dylan, like sweetest person in the world. Uh, well, she finally was able to get facial feminization surgery done fun mm-hmm. so she got this done back in december oh, i say fun when it's probably extremely painful and tra- yeah recovery and traumatic <laughs> well i i wouldn't say traumatic like it's definitely like she's been wanting it for a really long time it's very affirming like you oh know, yeah, yeah but definitely like the recovery process she said was yeah do they not like, shave down your jaw your mm-hmm. adam's apple and bring up your cheekbones mm-hmm. and it's extremely painful yeah oh. So Power to her. she got this done back in December, but she just posted her face reveal for the first time. Oh, and she looks so good. Um, Like she looked good before, but getting the surgery that she wanted in order to like, you know, feel more comfortable and off like her authentic self. Yeah. Like the happiness radiating. Oh, I and love like, it. Uh, it's so good. So uh, she shared in a TikTok and she said the surgery itself took multiple hours. It was the first time I was ever under anesthesia and I don't remember a thing. Yep. I had a hairline advancement, a brow bone shave, a rhinoplasty, minor cheek enhancements, a little lip lift, a jaw shave, a chin reduction, and a tracheal shave. Oh, that just... Oh. That was a lot. Glad she did it in one bang. Yeah. Well, she said, because everyone was like, why would you not do this like in steps? Yeah. Because basically you're deconstructing and reconstructing your entire face. Yeah. Like that. Well, time, money... Yeah, well, she said she wanted to get everything done in one swoop because she just wanted to get the recovery process out of the way. Yeah, so so she doesn't have to keep going back and stuff. Yeah. I understand. It was just she had to be strong to deal with it. Ooh, yeah, but she looks so good. Um, And she explained that not every facial feminization surgery is the same. So she she said it's basically like a a pick and choose what you want. So, you know, some people that do it, they'll they'll get the Joan, the Joan, the the jawbone um, shave and like a nose job, but they won't get like the brow lift or the cheek implants. It's kind of like you go in and pick how you want your face to look. Yeah. You know? Um, and then she ended her big reveal by saying, I'm so happy and it's still me. It's just a little bit softer of a version. I just hope that all trans and non-binary people can get the gender affirming resources that they need because this is life changing and sometimes life saving. Yeah. So honestly, just not even that, like if there's a woman or a man that was born with the the identity, they, the gender they identify with, there's. Still, people like there. I've known guys who don't have a jaw yeah. and they'll want to get that surgery to make mm-hmm. them look more masculine. Right. And because that's how they feel. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's good for anyone. I hope anyone is able to do that. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this several times of like, I am fully in support of plastic surgery if you're doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing it for you to feel good about yourself or whatever, yeah. don't do it for a significant other. No. And don't do it because like other people are telling you you should look a certain way. No. Or because like you need it for like, the wrong self-esteem reasons yeah. you know like do it for yourself yeah. i've seen a lot of people do jaw surgeries not because it's like bad for their health but they just hate the way their jaw looks yeah and this they yeah, the, the happiness they exude afterwards mm-hmm. is i'm like yeah that was worth it for you yeah i've looked into getting um jaw filler because i don't want to get like implants or anything but they can do jaw filler to make it like more defined mm-hmm. because i'm so tired like every time like I turn to the side or look at pictures from the side. It's like not defined very well. No. Um. And so like, yeah, I've looked into that. I mean, I used to get 
and I want to go back because it's it's starting to bother me again. But like I used to get Botox done. I used to get mm. lip filler done. And like, yeah, it made me feel so much more confident and like better about myself. So I'm always scared it. of Botox. I'm like, you can yeah. just deal with my wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the one of the families I nannied for in college, the dad was an ER surgeon and mm-hmm. he said he used to see people come in and the doctor would hit the wrong nerve and yep. then they couldn't blink. They couldn't yeah, close their uh, eyes for two months. So, yeah, I'm scared of it. I'm like, eh, it's not worth it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully, the one I used to go to, I know she was good because it was Lionel Richie's plastic surgeon. Oh. We got in the elevator at the same time one time, but it was during COVID, so we all had masks on, and I wasn't looking at him. I was looking at his hot girlfriend, and I like went to press the elevator button, and I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, you know, what floor? And he was like, five. And I recognized his voice and then I like uh, recognized the eyes and the hair. And I'm sure he saw me like doing like a double take. But then I was like, oh, OK. And I pressed five and then we got out of the elevator and started walking towards the same office. And he was like, doctor, I don't remember her name, but like Dr. Beth. And I was just like, yep. And he was like, all right, have fun. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Mr. Beast, the king of YouTube. Well, first, let's check oh, to see sorry. if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. During Women's History Month, come explore what feminism means to you with nonfiction storytelling podcast, Thread the Needle. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of which, how to pay for your Botox. (laughs) Um, All right, Mr. Beast, what do we got? Yes. So king of YouTube, king of challenge videos and giving away ridiculous amounts of money. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Um, Well, he was at it again. Just a few days ago, he posted a video titled 1000 Blind People See for the First Time. Okay. Mm -hmm. This seems like it's immediately going to be controversial. It was. Um, There it is. (laughs) Mr. Beast or, you know, Jimmy. Uh, paid for a thousand people around the world to get cataract surgery to fix their vision problems. That's awesome. Yeah. So he started his video by interviewing the surgeon who would be performing the majority of the operations because he did a bunch of them in the U.S., but then he also traveled all around the world to um, someone in our comments informed me. It's you're supposed to say developing and developed countries. Okay, so we're in the process. Yes. So he visited a bunch of developing countries and helped those people. Um, And the doctor explained that half of the blindness in the world is actually curable by a simple 10 minute surgery, which sadly remains inaccessible and unaffordable for many. Um, Yeah. And his video continues and he interviews the different patients talk and like these patients are talking about like how they lost their jobs because they they can't Can't see. see. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of these people like worked at cash registers or like with computers. And if you can't see like you can't do the job. So they they lost their jobs. One guy. He was like, I haven't seen my son's face in five years. That's so sad. Yeah. So and he he does a lot of before and after interviews where obviously he's he's interviewing and talking about how difficult their lives are. And then yeah. he interviews them afterwards where they're getting the bandages taken off. And, you know, everyone's happy and crying and celebrating. Um, and he even gave, like besides paying for people's surgery, which was a crap ton of money. Yeah. He also gave away a car to a teenager who could never get his license because he couldn't see. Yeah. And so once he had the surgery done, he he gave him a Tesla. 
And a then, Tesla. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, yeah. In my head, I'm like, yeah, you could get probably like a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar car. Right. Te- we're going 70000 Yeah. He gives them like a Honda Civic. No. Yeah. Full blown Tesla. Okay. Then. Yep. And he gave away several large checks to people who had like lost their jobs or like just needed okay. extra I mean, boost. fantastic. Right. So the whole time I'm like, this is incredible. And the video uh, as of last night has 74 million views on it. Okay. And the majority of people are loving the content and yeah. how charitable he's being. Um, several people commenting on how he uses his platform for good and is changing the world with his videos. Also, I mean, I, I knew this, but it didn't register because he does it spread out. So sometimes you don't realize how much someone's doing if it's not all clumped together. Yeah. But just a reminder, besides paying for people's surgeries, a thousand people, um, he's also removed in, in another video, he's also removed 30 million pounds of trash from the oceans and he raised 20 million dollars to plant trees acro- across the globe. So like, yeah, he does these massive pro- like projects and yeah. charities all the time. Um, and apparently he has a second YouTube channel called Beast. I can never say this word. Philanthropy. 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 You Did got it. it. Yay. Where all the profits from his ad revenue, merch sales, and sponsorships go to charities. So he doesn't Oh, that's keep, awesome. He doesn't keep a dime from that channel. Um, and, oh, and he opened a food pantry in 2021. So despite all of that, people still took a lot of issue with this last video. Mm-hmm. And as several people accused Mr. Beast of capitalizing on the philanthropy and claiming that his video felt performative. Yeah, so, I don't care. I don't, me neither. I'm not on these people's <laughs> sides. <laughs> like... I'm making my opinion very clear. Listen, these people got their got their vision back. I've yeah. I when you said that, like I thought maybe it was like a clickbait title, but no. it wasn't because that was my only thing. I was like, sounds problematic because it's like that could definitely be a clickbait thing. Mm-mm. But no, it wasn't. So yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I don't care if it's performative. That's a lot of things. Like I won't like if it seems performative. Like I'm not gonna like the host or whatever. Like, but I like what they're doing. Right. And like, still I don't gave- care if he if he's doing it for the fame or if he's doing it because he genuinely wants to. I don't care as long as it's done. A thousand people got their vision back. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care and, if and, he was genuine or not. And they knew that they'd be on camera. Like, yeah. that, that's the trade off. You get your vision back and he's going to film and potentially put you in a video. Yeah. And I they all agreed. To I that. don't like the videos of someone going up to a homeless person. And be like, hey, bud, no. just stops a camera in their face. Here's 20 bucks. Right. Love you for like a viral video. And I'm like, well, they didn't really help them that much right that was you could have just handed them twenty dollars right but you were trying for a viral video this is a thousand people getting their vision cars checks right this who one's. agreed to this the, who agreed to this yes. yeah yeah someone tweeted out it feels performative using your money that way is good but the way he publicizes it feels very performative how do you think he pays for all this yeah, stuff okay yeah Ugh, i almost called you names no he has to make money to do these things yes so he has to film it because that's how he makes money. Right. And yeah, someone else said he's exploiting poor people's problems for views and money and giving them basic human needs in return. Okay, well, the government. No, yeah, no one else is giving them basic human uh, needs. So yeah, he's going to do it. I was going to say, be mad at the government. Yeah. Be mad at like, health insurance. I don't like. <laughs> I don't watch any Mr. B stuff. I've, we've talked about him a few times. I didn't like his. Uh, what was the one with the the. There was the TV show with the game and you killed people. Uh, Squid Games. Squid Games. That was a little. That one I thought was a little tone deaf. But yeah. like he has done fantastic things. I'm not I'm, I'm not a fan and I'm not a not a fan. Right. I'm just. He, but what he's doing is great. And it, yeah. 
you yeah. can't you're you're nitpicky you're you, being you're just trying to be mad you're a sad yes. angry person right who's just kind of trying to pick at this right well he normally because he like no matter what he always gets pushback like this yeah like, because when someone's giving a large chunk of money away or doing a huge charity like this someone's always going to be mad that it didn't go to their charity or the person didn't deserve it or why are you exploiting Like, there's always gonna be someone that's mad my sister raises hundreds of thousands of dollars for childhood cancer donates her own money doesn't even tell anyone about that and there are people mad at her that she's not doing it for like diabetes or something else she is super passionate about fighting childhood cancer right she's helping people why is she not passionate about my ibs foundation <laughs> like just i understand that other people are struggling don't get mad when someone is helping someone else that's struggling like right I, this is just a case of like you can't win you literally can't win you keep your money to yourself you're a butthole you give your money away you're about like there's yeah. no winning there is no winning. and he normally stays out of it he normally doesn't say anything because he knows what he's doing and is right. you know keeping your mouth shut is just the number one golden pr rule right just shut up but then someone accused him let's see if i can find it someone accused him of poverty tourism which is like a it's a big accusation what's what i don't know the um, definition of that. poverty tourism is basically like um like let's say you go to visit um, a developing country and you literally go and visit like slums or shanty towns and you take pictures of those people like you're making a spectacle out of someone's oh, poverty so what um christians do on mission trips in africa i mean i wasn't gonna say it but well, <laughs> i can say it because i literally know people who've done that and they're like i am such a great person i went and helped these children in africa and i was like what'd you do i went and saw them and took this picture and like that's literally what they did they didn't do anything they didn't build a house uh-huh they didn't teach them to read they literally just went Right. I played with them for three hours. You know, and they, was, they changed my life. I'm like, just because you got a tattoo does not mean your life has changed <laughs> of the experience. Not Jessica. Be just because <laughs> you have a new profile picture of you with a bunch of children does not mean you did anything. Right. Because they maybe they got attached to you. You will never see them again. No. You literally just gave them abandonment issues. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, so, so they're saying Mr. Beast is doing this. Yeah. And so and that was like. I guess, crossing the line in, in his head. So he ended up responding and he said, this whole project raised awareness and, t and got tons of people talking. Also, and they accused him of keeping the profits from the, the, the poverty tourism. He said, also, what profits? The average Mr. Beast video lost $1.5 last year because of how much he was giving away. Yeah, shut your mouths. And then he said uh, in another tweet, he said, Twitter, rich people should help others with their money. Me. Okay, I'll use my money and help people. And I promise to give away all of my money before I die. Every single penny. Twitter. Mr. Beast. Bad. Yes. Yes. That's literally <laughs> what's happening. So if his video is tone deaf, we'll say it. We have. Yeah, we have. This one not. No, I liked this one. And he wasn't. What is it called? Poverty, whatever. Poverty tourism. Po yeah. He was helping the people. Yeah. He did something that would impact their lives for the better for, for the, either the rest of their life or extremely long term. Right. He didn't go and, you know, show gave them. them a singular meal right. or read the like a scripture to them right. or play with soccer for, with them for a half hour. No. If you want to make a change, build a building that wasn't going to be built. You know, don't yeah. take away jobs from other people. Dig a well. Give them running water. Yeah. Give them surgery and medical treatment. Right. That's literally what he's doing. Yep. Those are things that are going to actually help. <sighs> so. Teaching someone to read. Curing people of blindness. How? No, thank you. <laughs> You're a bad person. Okay, that one 
stupid. Yes. <sighs> okay, yeah. go on. All right. Um, we have to address this week's biggest controversy. Dun dun dun. Lashgate 2023. <gasps> yes. Um, so beauty influencer who has grown to massive freaking fame over the last two years. And that immediately will get people to hate you. Yes. Michaela Neguera. Uh, she got in a ton of trouble over the weekend after she posted a video last week on TikTok promoting L'Oreal's newest mascara. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Michaela is... Wait, a- what's L'Oreal's catchphrase or slogan? I Maybe wanna- it's L'Oreal. Literally. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on in my brain. I was like, that's Maybelline. Yeah. What is the actual one? M- L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Is good, good. makeup. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Someone tell us what L'Oreal's catchphrase is, please. Or slogan, please. Um, so yeah, Michaela is a very popular TikTok beauty influencer. She's loved by millions for her makeup tutorials and honest reviews. And she has an amazingly sweet personality. She's just like one of those people where you like watch her videos, meet her, whatever. And you're like, oh, she's wholesome. Like she's just got a good aura. Yeah, she's a good one. Um, well, recently she was hired by L'Oreal to promote their new mascara. And you would know when you are being paid by a company to review and promote a product, it is legally required that your audience is made aware that your video or photo is an advertisement. Yeah. You and have to say like sponsored by or partnered with or partner or, or um, brought to you by. Yeah. I mean, you guys know with my podcast, I always say sponsored by this episode right. is sponsored by. And then on YouTube, there's even a little thing you click. So that it can show up on the screen that says like, this is a paid promotion. Well, that's exactly what TikTok does. So the app makes it super simple. When you're posting a video, you can toggle a little button. If you're like a a creator that Mm -hmm. posts ads, you can toggle a little button that will label your video as a paid promotion. So the viewer knows while watching that this is a paid sponsorship and to obviously take the review with like a grain of salt. Yeah. It literally takes less than half a second to press that little button, that little toggle. Hold on. I kind (laughs) of want to see. I want to do it real quick. Is that okay? Go for it. Do I keep going while you're looking? Uh, well, you could also perform for my TikTok that I'm about to do. Five, six, seven, eight. L'Oreal, L'Oreal. All right. Let's see. Next. Um, hold on. Branded content and ads. Click that. Branded content. If your post is branded content, turn on the toggle. If not, turn off the toggle. Turn on. You're done. I did it. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm uh, saving this though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drafts. Um, God. <laughs> so it's very unclear if Michaela didn't know to toggle that switch or if the brand found a loophole and told her not to, but her video was obviously not labeled correctly. She did put in super, 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 super small writing that appeared on the screen for less than three seconds Mm -hmm. that this was a paid sponsorship, but it was so tiny and she purposely put it in the bottom left hand corner because all of the focus was on her eyes. So like it's no one's going to be looking down there. Well, yeah, I mean, I have posted on Instagram and like I don't want hashtag ad like if you when you do an Insta story, you have to put a hashtag ad on the screen. I don't want to make it massive. Right. But your audience needs to know. But they need to see it. So like, yeah, I do put it there. Right. But it's not like, but I'm, it's, I'm not going to put it on my face. Right. But it I'm going to put it down on the bottom. For your video. Yes. It has to stay for the whole Instagram story. Yes. It was literally less than three seconds. Did she put it in the, con- like in your uh, description? Your- so she put like, you know, a few sentences 
regular that said nothing about it being a partnership put a bunch of hashtags and one of the very last hashtags that you would have to click more like you know view mm-hmm. more info said like l'oreal partner it was yeah like, that's the normal but it was so well hidden okay i didn't notice it until i like heard about this so controversy. she was hiding that she did a brand deal not hiding but not clearly describing that she's doing right a brand deal. and again it's unclear whether she didn't know like the rules because she's new to this this is one oh the- yeah I had a brand recently say like, um, here are what you're supposed to say in the description. And I put, they didn't have any hashtag ad sponsor partner. And I put hashtag and they said, don't what they said, don't. Um, and I said, no, I have to. Yeah. And I, I worded it where it was a partnership, but not like, you know, one time someone tried to make me do hashtag money sign. <gasps> and I was like, that is not what I'm doing for my brand. That's weird. It was like three, four years ago. Anyway, but yeah, they were like, I said, for legal reasons, I have to put that you're a paid sponsorship. Right. And they were like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm not backing down from that. Right. So like some brands do want you to hide it. Right. So, so like, that's what I'm saying. We don't know. Like, yeah. Also, but I've been around for almost 10 years. I know what I'm going to, I legally have to do. Right. So a newer person might not know the legal things of it yet okay yes and especially if a company wants to be sneaky too yeah because obviously a company wants people to think it's a a, like true and true review right just of like her own volition because she believes in it so much also i also realized um now that we're like two minutes into talking about this i didn't explain what she did um (laughs) sorry i was just like she didn't say it was a sponsorship okay right why are we why is this (laughs) It's because like, I mean, I've seen a lot of people do this, but okay, what's going on? It's so popular. I just assume everyone's seen it, but then I have to realize not I'm not seen it. on beauty in yep. TikTok. Um, so Clearly. basically what happened is she got sent this mascara by L'Oreal. Okay. And the beginning of the video, it opens up with someone else trying on the mascara and showing their like beautiful big lashes. And then it, it jump cuts to her. It's a stitch. Okay. So it already makes it look like it's a normal video, not a sponsored video with the L'Oreal, L'Oreal. With the stitch. Um, and then uh, she basically is like, oh, my God, I, I want to try this mascara. It's going to be life changing. She puts on the first coat on camera. And it, I mean, it looks good, the first coat. And then she's like, this is incredible. OK, I'm going to do the second coat off camera and then I'll be right back. Like, I'm going to do the rest of my makeup and then I'll show you guys. And when it cuts back to her after she's put on the quote unquote second coat, it is very clear she has fake eyelashes on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Even I <laughs> knew she had fake lashes on. <laughs> it was so oh, bad. She. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And like people are going wild. They're literally pulling screenshots of her first coat into Photoshop and then pulling the screenshot of her with the quote unquote second coat. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a rookie mistake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a rookie mistake. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. They're pulling before and after shots into Photoshop and overlaying the images on top of each other to show oh. that, like, unless she grew lashes, like, yeah. in five minutes, it's not possible. I would love... So she... I would love to see the back end of this. Like, yeah. Was it the brand? Did she film it without the lashes and was like, there is literally no difference? Right. But I have to put out a video... And I can't make the brand look bad because right. she's already signed a contract at this point. There's yes. no take back. No. She's got to go through with it. Yes. I would. L- and now also she can't say anything bad about the brand because in that in contracts, you both sign a thing saying you can't talk bad about the other person mm-hmm. unless like their company goes like gets 
arrested for sex trafficking or she also does then they can talk then you can cancel it right but yeah she's not allowed to say uh-uh. anything right oh i would love to see the back end on if that was their fault yeah or hers right because everyone's so mad at her because oh get over it i mean sorry <laughs> it's mascara i'm sorry i don't like don't are they trying to cancel her oh for sure okay yeah listen this like she's getting dragged uh, why because if it's clearly a a brand deal now everyone knows it's a brand deal or whatever and it's clearly just like you can tell it's not the mascara then it just is a stupid brand deal let it go she didn't yeah. hurt anybody I, everyone's mad because she wasn't a bad person no she's she started off basically like she got her fame because she was honestly reviewing products and people yeah. could trust her word. So I get why people are like disappointed in her because they're just like, oh, that's kind of like a sellout move. Like we trusted you to always be honest. And She like, has to start making money if you guys y- want her to keep making videos. Yeah. We're going to keep running into this. Right. Like this is just what it is. So like I agree with a disappointment. Okay. Like valid. when one of your creators like breaks your trust and now you know that like you can't believe things you know they what? Say. well now you just got to search for the hashtags exactly um so i get that i get the disappointment but the canceling the canceling's a little much listen she you said two years yeah she's she's new and she's finding her balance with sponsorships has she had a lot do we know no this is this is she's pretty new to this yeah so there is uh a learning curve and she's when you're taking brand deals for the first time ever you're gonna stumble a few times whether you get taken advantage of or you do it wrong. I've been doing this 10 years. I've definitely had people try and get more from me that they shouldn't. I've definitely like tried to make it look like it was super genuine. It is hard to find your middle ground. It's hard to right. find what's going to work, which is why if you see my brand deals on my YouTube channel, it's full on infomercial, but yeah. it's funny. Yeah. And then at the end, I cut, I'm like, hey, this is actually good food. I like it. And I only work with brands whom I truly love the product, or I think the product would be great for someone else. I don't work with vitamins anymore. I used to. Yeah. I don't work with like flat tummy teas. I have before yeah. when I was super young trying to figure out what was what. Um, and so, and also like, she's a beauty person. They're like, we're going to send you this mascara. She's expecting the mascara to work. Right. And then she's also like, well, I have, I don't know what to do here. And right. if she, if she doesn't have someone mentoring her like correctly. Yeah. It could, because the only reason I've been successful, not the only reason. But something that's helped me a lot is that my sister and Jojo Siwa have, are also doing this. Right. And I, we've taught, we've, and also my sister-in-law, Jessica, we've all been in group chats with each other being like, hey, a brand's doing this. Is this okay? Or like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Should I change it? Like, we're there for each other and we help each other. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it. Um, cancel? Not so much. No. I would not cancel someone for this. Again, if they're not being a bad person. Right. And they haven't done anything to hurt anybody i i understand you're like oh my favorite genuine content creators like maybe like you know they gotta make their bag now that's that kind of sucks yeah but the majority of her stuff is still gonna be what you like she just has to get paid every once in a while yeah because she she it's it's tutorials like she posts makeup tutorials and she tells stories and like that's what the majority of her content is uh yeah i mean i have i've been making friends on tiktok and stuff who are new to the internet yeah and they facetime me all the time being like hey should i do this is this a good brand deal is this a good they'll be like do you know anything about this company right and i'll be like yeah i've worked with them they're they're really easy they might ask for a little bit more so make sure you 
double check the contract they might try and slide something in right but it's pretty easy yeah and i mean that's kind of okay emily's conspiracy hour <laughs> that's kind of my vibe is that L'Oreal knew she was a new creator that was new to brand deals. Mm. And they because because we've talked about this so many times when you do a brand deal, it gets sent in and reviewed and sent back and you have to change it. You send it back in. Yeah, depending. They always try and do every contract I get says they get three rounds of reviews. Yeah. I'm so established now that I'm like, I will send you. You can get one round of notes. Right. I only do one round of notes up, but I had to establish myself. Right. So her ad was reviewed multiple times before she posted it. Yes. So it's like the the brand who is very well established and has been doing this for decades. You think they were putting her up to get in troubles to get them like attention? Allegedly. That is what I believe. Allegedly that's your conspiracy? (laughs) Yeah, because like I I want I I'm I want to believe that the brand threw her under the bus. Because her video right now, I think the last time I checked it had like 46 million views on it. Everyone is talking about this mascara. Everyone is purchasing. So all the, publicity purchasing. is good publicity is what all you're publicity. thinking. So I'm wondering they if they may have taken advantage of her um, naiveness with yeah. not knowing how to do brand deals because it was reviewed so many times. Also, if she hasn't, unless she did, like she should have a manager looking out for her, but she might not. Because again, when you're yeah. new, how do you find a manager? Right. How do you do it? I don't know. Right. So like. Yeah. You just have to wait to, for someone to reach out, but you also don't know if that's a good person or a bad person. Yeah. So, so so I'm not I'm not condoning the lying and like deceitfulness and like No, not at all. Like she's gotta learn. And this right. is she will learn. Oh yeah. She's learned. Trust me, she's fine. There's no reason to cancel her. No. I would save that for, you know, racism, homophobia, transphobia, hate speech, um, you know, all those things. Yeah. Oh, I would save the cancel, you know, essay. Yeah. Those. Let's let's save it for when, it, you know, people are actually hurt. Right. This this is just you can go girly girl. A girly This pop. wasn't it. We see what you're uh-uh. doing. Right. Try again. Right. And like, I mean, that's that's just enough. Oh, my God. Also, the funny thing, I went to go to her TikTok to see, like, how many views she had and everything when I was, like, writing this last night. Um, and she came back. So she took a week off. She took yeah. a week hiatus. And also, she cannot delete that video. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Contractually, it's usually at least a year. Right. So uh, she took a week off because she was being canceled and she couldn't handle it, understandably. Yes. So she took a week off. She finally came back last night, really late mm-hmm. last night. She posted like three or four videos of her doing a Valentine's Day tutorial. Didn't mention any of it. PR golden rule. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. So she's, well, I mean, seemingly through her videos, very unbothered by this. Because <laughs> she's just Good. like. I mean, yeah. I'm, if this is what you guys want to cancel someone for, people, I just, uh, I, there's more. There's better reasons. Like, did you see? This is a niche TikTok thing. The Sedona thing. The lesbian um, TikTok community. Obsessed with that like drama. Like she was being a bad person. Yes. That's cancel worthy. Yes. Oh, yeah. A bad person. Abusing someone verbally and physically. Cancel them. Yeah. Great. That's great. Right. Someone putting fake lashes on and being like, these are real. Well, <laughs> okay. I that's, wish you're, I, that's dumb. But I that's wish it. she had made it into like a satirical bit. Oh, I would have. You know, that would have been funny. So anyway, yeah, we're, we understand the disappointment. We don't, under, we don't agree with the canceling. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Your feelings are valid. Right. The reaction, a little extreme. A little much. A little much for me. 
All right, let's check to see. Speaking of sponsorships, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. All right, what else do we got? Um, okay, Jeffree Star. I know. Oh. Uh, haven't heard of that one in a while. He's been living his quiet life on his yak farm for the past eating two years. Eating his pet yaks. Eating his pet yaks. Pretty okay. much, pretty much staying out of the drama. Um, well, earlier this week, he tweeted out, um, and it said, goodbye, L.A. Time to spend time with my NFL boo in Wyoming. And. All right. Yeah. And basically, the, the Internet detectives went to work trying to figure out who this was. <sighs> we love the FBI. Yes. The picture Jeffrey posted was of his legs and some other person's legs propped up on seats that were across the way from them in his private jet. So you can see the back of the private jet. I can't stand that he has a private jet. Okay, yeah. keep going. You can see the back <laughs> of the private jet. And then you see two sets of legs propped up on seats. And you can see his new boo thing holding his hand. Okay. So all you can see of this new man are his shoes, his ankles, half of his shins. You gave him too much. And half of his hand. They gave the internet too, too much. much. Yep. Um, so someone tweeted out, I'm bored at work. So they were going to figure out who it was. Yeah. Because on his hand, the half of his hand that you could see that's holding Jeffrey's hand, there's a little mark into one of his veins. And so someone said, the spot is a mark from an IV. So he's likely a starter. It's on his right hand. Plus, his legs being crossed to the left, I'm guessing he's left-handed. The leg hair is very light. He's probably blonde slash ginger. Uh, Jeffree Star is six, six feet and size 11 shoe. So I would guess that this guy is slightly taller and has a bigger foot, 6'1 or 6'3. And since the vans, and they, they literally dove into the shoes he was wearing. Oh, my God. Measured it out, you know, whatever. And then, then Jeffrey ended up tweeting out another picture of his new I, boyfriend I'm just gonna call him but this time it was just the back of him so you could see his Stop hair yeah giving them so much uh-huh you, unless you want them to figure it out I think he likes the he likes the oh he attention. loves it does the NFL player don't know I mean he obviously agreed to the photo I don't think he knows how deep diving oh. this side of the internet can be if he's just a football player I mean that's not a just but if he's on just He's in the sports world. Right. He has not uh -huh. felt the wrath of the internet. Of the, internet the passion of, of the just, detectives. Yes. Yeah. The intensity. That's the word I wanted to use. Intensity. The intensity yeah. of the internet. So the second picture, you just see him standing with his back to the mirror. You can see his hair and his ears and the back of his body. Um, and Jeffrey ended up tweeting out that picture with the caption, his team didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he's 6'6 and plays perfectly in the bedroom. So now the internet obviously knew his height, okay, his so hair he's color. he's not in Kansas City Chiefs or the Eagles. Right. All right. We've um, narrowed it down. Mm-hmm. And so they went nuts. And some people were even claiming that this was Tom Brady because it matches kind of the description and the hair and the head kind of look like him. So there's like, Several different people out there that There's they're no all. There's no way Tom Brady would do that. No, like be that stupid to post. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Not that. He, I don't care what he does in the bedroom. Right. I'm saying he's not that stupid to post. No. Like that. Because yeah. clearly the person knew that Jeffrey was going to post this. Yeah. Um, I want to see the picture. I'm going to. Oh, here. Oh, let me see. Okay. Hold on. So the guy knew. Oh, for my first. Okay. Like he purposely. Oh, he's a white dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Tom Brady has like this weird like long hair in the back. I hate Tom Brady's hair. I know nothing about sports. Go sports. Okay. So he's blonde, short on the sides, longer on the back. 
And now we know what his ears look like. Okay, we have his ears. Is it... Now Gronk doesn't have tall... No, is he even playing anymore? Okay, keep going. So, oh, he's white though. So that narrows it down. It really and does. He's, yeah. he's not like a lineman. He's probably like a, a, a tight end. They said he's a... What'd she say? A starter. I don't know what that means. That's they're they're the ones. They're not. They're first string, not second string. Got it. <laughs> Hope he scores some goals. Um. All right. So, um, all of these like guesses were circulating online of who this could be. Right. Yeah. 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 The internet was going crazy. So apparently, the NFL wives were not happy about this because they were getting harassed and flooded with messages oh, asking yeah. if it was their husbands. Yeah. Um. And so one of them even reached out to Jeffrey directly and messaged him saying, "I'm getting harassed because my husband is in the NFL and people think that it's him. Please stop." And Jeffrey uh, shared that screenshot. This was from Saren Anderson. Um. And she's a wife of a, a Panther player. And he said, not going to lie, wife of Panthers player is attacking me. Don't be so insecure. What? Yeah. That was not an attack. No. She's getting attacked and saying, please help me. Right. And he said, you're Uh, attacking me. And then he called her insecure. And he said, I don't mess with merry men and called her insecure. She's not being insecure. She's saying like, hey, we're getting harassed. Can you correct it? Right. Yeah, and that's she, not her being insecure. That's her being annoyed. She ended up deactivating her Instagram. I cannot stand that. Right? Did he fart? He did fart. Good boy, new. So we don't officially know who it is, but I'm sure in a week or two, either people will figure it out or Jeffrey's going to announce it. Um, but yeah, so. Alrighty then. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. We never got around to talking about how Britney Spears changed her name. To what? River Red. I did not hear this. Yeah. Did not see that on BuzzFeed. <laughs> did not. BuzzFeed, what are you doing? Come on. So she went on Instagram last week to announce the name change. And right. she's deleted the post since. But she did share a photo of the planet Mars and then wrote this caption. And I need you to translate. Yeah. Okay, Th- go. This is your skill. All right. A bright one. Easy does it. Thank you, childhood friend. I found my ball. Don't underestimate the power of purity. I see right through it all. It has liquid and it is wet. It's playful and has mass. I changed my name to River Red, yet the fire is where it illuminates. To stare at it and jump right in with no fear is all. Now I have to find my fork. Okay. (laughs) That one sounds like a poem or a (laughs) child's book. (laughs) I can't decode that one. She wasn't... Going on, a, I think she's trying to write a poem. You think? I think so. All right, like a I little think it was haiku to be, moment. Yeah, a little haiku, a little like it, it. It it's supposed to be metaphors and such. That one wasn't. Nope. Okay. Um. Well, and then she changed her Instagram name to River Red. Like her handle still says like at Britney Spears, but then <laughs> hello, calling me. it's Joy. Hello. Sorry, Joy got here and she needed. Come on, up. come on, come on. Oh. Come on, big boy. Come on. Come here. There it is. Come snugs. Okay. Look yeah. at my pants. Yeah. All right. Anyway. We're back. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think we were saying that uh, Britney Spears, her Instagram handle Red st- River. St- still says Britney Spears. But then, yeah, she's claiming that her new name is 
River Red. So River Red. So there we go. Okay. Yes. 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 Next. Next. Um, Beyonce just released her Renaissance World Tour dates, and everyone is freaking out. Um, Why? Because she hasn't toured in like three years, I want to say. <gasps> um, oh my God. She took a break. She huh? took a break. Well, in this yeah, new album is freaking incredible. Oh. Um, if her tickets weren't so expensive, I'd go. So, oh, yeah. She's got expensive tickets. Yeah. So her last, according to CNN, her last worldwide tour on the run two was in 2018, which featured her and her husband. Um, and they did 48 stops across America and Europe. And fans thought that the announcement of the new tour was coming because she just recently performed at a private concert in Dubai um, for an audience of like really big name influencers and journalists like you were there. Uh, Yes, I will. For sure. I'm so important. Right. Well, you got the invitation, but you're like, "Mm, I don't. I was busy with my app. Yeah. Um, so the U.S. music website Pitchfork originally reported that Beyonce was performing for the unofficial opening of the Atlantis, the Royal Hotel on January 21st. And, uh, you know, all the high profile people. She played a 19 song set. She performed for one hour and according to Forbes, made twenty four million dollars. I mean, if someone wants to hire me to perform for an hour, I could do it for like two million. I would do it. For $20. So. You would do it for free. I would do it for free. I love the attention. (laughs) Um, And she even brought her daughter Blue Ivy on stage, which was really cute. Oh, that's nice. Um, But a lot of her fans had a huge issue with her agreeing to perform there because of Dubai's extreme anti-LGBTQ laws. Um, So homosexuality is punishable by death. um, Or if you're on the mild end, you get 14 years in prison. Um, Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, that's not good. Yeah. So she obviously has always been a super big part of the queer community, like as an ally. Yeah. And she even has been quoted saying that this newest album, Renaissance, which she's touring for, was BIPOC queer inspired. Um, and it's that it's a love letter to black and queer dance music pioneers and communities. So fans are mad because they're like, how dare you say that you got your inspiration and you're devoting this album to like people of color in the queer community and then go and perform in a country that would literally kill us, kill us with the death penalty. Okay, yeah. Um, so everyone's a little mad over that. Um, okay. Yeah. I, f- I understand that anger. Yeah. Um, but anyway, her Renaissance album is up for several Grammy awards this Sunday and the tickets to her tour are selling out super fast. Yeah. I wasn't going to phase anything she did. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Everyone is required to take a seat for this next story. Snoop took a lay down. He, Snoop is lying down and he suggests you do the same. And his fur is all over me. I need to lint roller stat. Yes. There is no easy way to say this. Oh, God. Next month, Netflix is rolling out new protocols. Oh, my God. And they are banning the sharing of Netflix accounts. Why? Because they want to make more money. That's rude. Wait, so is it one per TV? It's per household. So we all knew this day was coming. I just was not mentally prepared. Um, but Literally they, still on my parents. Same. Um, so they put out a statement saying a Netflix account is for people who live together in a single household. Anyone who lives outside the household <laughs> needs their own account. <laughs> Snoop just laid his head in my lap. Um, Wait, how do they know if they're in the house or not? So Netflix oh, coming from inside the house. Uh, it's Alexa. She's listening to you. 
Um, So Netflix says that it uses IP addresses, device IDs, and account activity in order to determine which devices are a part of the same household. Wait, what if I'm traveling with my laptop? They've come up with a solution with this. You'll get a seven-day special password. Whoa, this is bull. I Uh travel for like months sometimes. Right. So you can keep asking for new passwords, but if they catch on that like you're someone using someone else's account, then they're going to deactivate that account and block you from it until you can go back to your home and relink to your home's IP address. And then you can continue getting your seven day password. This is so stupid for like kids going to college. No, no more. You have to have your own. What I'm mad for people. I I can pay the twelve ninety nine or fifteen or seventeen ninety nine a month or whatever it is. But there's there are so many people who are not going to be able to watch Netflix now. Well, they're about to lose like all of the Gen Z population. Yes. Because they are not going to pay for this. Not at all. So have fun losing half your customer base. Right? Bye. Not a chance. Yeah, yeah. you're you're trying to make money. Yeah, you'll make a little bit. You're gonna lose a lot of views. Yep. So yep. Um, and that's going to happen next month. They said they're going to start rolling it out slowly. So just be prepared. <laughs> they're going to. Re- I hope that they regret that. Oh, same. Um, all right. Last news story of the day. According to CNN on March 23rd, TikTok's CEO will testify at an upcoming hearing before the House of Representatives Energy and Commerce Committee. So he'll be. To do what? He'll be testifying about TikTok's privacy and data security practices, its impact on young users and their mental health, and its relationship to the Chinese Communist Party. So basically that he's going to testify to say that they're not stealing our data and brainwashing our children and influencing our politics. So it could be by the end of March, if this hearing does not go well, TikTok could be banned in the U.S. It's not going to be banned in the U.S. I don't think so either. It makes so much money, but yeah, you know, it's still happening. Um, I just keep thinking if it does get banned, how much more productive I would be, but also depressed. So please um, don't. <laughs> yeah, please come over to YouTube again. Oh, mm-hmm. this may be a good thing. <laughs> YouTube shorts, baby. YouTube shorts. Um, all right. Are you ready for a little bit of good news? Yes. Okay. So this one's a little more funny than good, but it's. I love a funny. Okay. I'd rather a funny than a happy. Okay, great. So for $10, the San Antonio Zoo in Texas will name a cockroach after your ex-partner and feed it to an animal. So... Oh, my... What a genius marketing uh-huh. scheme. So it's an annual fundraising tradition called Cry Me a Cockroach, um, which is a fundraiser they've been putting on for a few years now. And it will support the zoo's vision of securing a future for wildlife in Texas and around the world. And if you don't want to purchase a bug, because maybe that grosses you out, you can choose a vegetable for $5 or a rodent for $25 instead. Oh, a rodent. I don't like that. Yeah, for the snakies. Um, All donors will receive a digital Valentine's Day card showing their support for the zoo. And they can also opt to send their ex-partner a digital Valentine's Day card informing them that the cockroach, rodent, or veggie was named after them and fed to an animal. I love this. And for $150, you can upgrade and you will receive a personalized video message showing the cockroach um, or rodent or vegetable being devoured by the animal so that you can send it to your ex. This is a fantastic fundraiser. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, do we have time for another one? Uh, yeah, we do. We got about five minutes. Okay, great. Um, so a wild Florida dolphin got lost while hunting for food. He, he was chasing a school of fish up, of a, up a Florida canal. 
Um, and so he got away from the open ocean and the biologists who were called to help him because he had been stranded there for like four days. Um, so there was a bunch of biologists that were called to help him and they said the dolphin would have ended up sick, hurt, or eventually moved to an aquarium due to damage. Um, so that's when 30 biologists from a nearby aquarium decided to call a bunch of volunteers and they themselves got all suited up and they formed a human chain in the canal and started walking towards the dolphin and banging like a, a bit of metal under the water to scare him back towards the ocean. To direct him the right way. Uh-huh. Wow. And he ended up back in the ocean and he's perfectly fine now. I love that. We didn't need a net. We didn't Mm-mm. need, you know, to. Tranquilizer. Tra- yeah. Just, just human chain. Human chain. Yep. Um, and our last good news story. Speaking of Florida. A three-year-old little girl from Florida named Juliana um, is best friends with her pet frog named George. Um, As one is. As one is. When visiting a pet store a few months ago, Juliana asked to hold one of the frogs and immediately fell in love with him. And so they purchased him and brought him home and they've been super inseparable. He is very much an overweight white tree frog. I Uh, love that. He's not overweight. He's just... um, Big boned? Big boned. Um, so the frog, uh, perches on Juliana's shoulder. Right. As she- I want a big frog. I, I want a big frog. frog. Give me a big frog. Named George. <laughs> so the videos are so cute. His, her mom started posting like their little relationship online yeah. and it got picked up by a bunch of news stories. But yeah, he just sits on her shoulder while she watches TV and eats breakfast and she'll even take him into her, um, like, she'll put him into her baby doll stroller and, like, push him around Aww. the house. She takes him in the car. So when she goes to visit her grandma, she brings George with her. I love George. Mm-hmm. And Juliana's mom told the news that uh, when white tree frogs feel threatened or stressed, they turn super dark brown. So they know that George is happy with this relationship because yeah. he's always bright green. I love that so much. That's I wish so I could say the same for my chameleon, Gail. Gail, we're working on it. <laughs> I, we, she is the prettiest green. We walk into the room and she just <laughs> looks like she got rolled in some mud. She, I feed you. And, and mist her. and Have a drip system. Give her treats. Clean her cage. You walk well, in the room and she's like. <laughs> Abby does all these things. Sometimes well, I have to feed her when Abby's out of town. Yeah. But we try. <sighs> all right. That's it for today then. All right. Thank you so much, Emily, for all of the drama and happiness. Yep. Uh, Thank you, Snoop, for being our dog of the day. I think you enjoyed it. I think so, too. My clumsy little boy. Um, I love you guys. And make sure you're following us. Uh, We're we're 800 subscribers away from hitting 100,000 on YouTube. And when we hit 100,000. My mom will come guest star on uh, this podcast. Yay! So if you want to see my mom again, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your mom to subscribe. Get up on there. Side note real quick. I posted a picture of my girlfriend on Instagram yesterday with the caption, I'm a simp and I don't care who knows it. Your mom direct messaged me and said, what is a simp? <laughs> I love She's her so, wholesome. so much. I love her so much. All right. Uh, we will see you next week. I love you guys. And that's it. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. 
Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm. Not she. They, maybe? W- wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night.